Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network.
I uh, welcome everybody. It's Monday night. Welcome, welcome. I'm Chris Kelly, and that's Lillian Naradowski. <laughs> it's me. How are you, Chris? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing okay. Good. It's uh, Monday night, July 10th. Hope everybody listening is having a great day. Um, if you had a bummer of a day on a Monday, don't worry about it. You're talking to us now. <laughs> We're going to talk about the year 1988 as our general topic tonight. That's either the year 1988. And if you want to call in and share your, your memories of that year with us, what's the number, though? The number to call in is 718-508-9883. One more time, Chris. 718-508-9883. Talking 1988. It is. So we uh, we weren't here last week. We took off because it was a holiday week. So the next day was July 4th, right? Yes. Yes. How was your How was your holiday weekend? It was good. It's good. I, I worked. Um, we put out a new Chris Kelly and Lillian from ATV. Uh, we did. We did. Uh, from ATV video this week. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen it, check it out on our Facebook page. But most of all, subscribe to us on YouTube. Chris Kelly from ATV. And uh, we get a lot of following on Facebook. We want to build an equal following on uh, YouTube. So check it out. Right. Um, we greatly appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good week. I spent uh, Fourth of July at a good friend's house. Uh, a couple friends of mine, our families, go there. Okay. Um, you know, contribute to the fireworks. Um, it was a great time. Mm-hmm. Um, the following week, I had to work most of the week, so I didn't. I couldn't wait till the weekend. So I. Uh, I want to spend some time with my family. It's a Saturday. I took the, my wife and kids out to see uh, Despicable Me 3 first oh, nice. thing Saturday morning. I hadn't been to a 10 o'clock showing at a movie theater, I think, since I was 10. Right. Um, and we'll talk about that movie later because guess what? I didn't know. What? That movie is uh, filled with 1980s references. The whole plot is around. Oh, really? Something late in 80. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But it's oh, great. okay. It's Very cool. Super cool. Very cool. Um, and then I spent the rest of the day with my kids in the pool because we were the best weekend. How about you? Yeah, I, I, you know, I, my kids were in and out. Now they're they're much older than your girls, um, uh-huh. so they were in and out. And, you know, we uh, we were here. I I actually didn't do much. It was it was a pretty quiet weekend. I didn't really I didn't go to the shore or anything because my son was away with his friends. Um, yeah. at the shore and my daughter was here and in and out and you know we just we went did some shopping we didn't really do anything for the for the long weekend I it actually felt because um, 4th of July was on a Tuesday it felt like the longest holiday weekend to me and then I was all screwed up for the rest of the week as to what day of the week it was because you know Monday, people were some people went back to work, some people didn't, and then the holidays actually fell on a Tuesday this year. Yeah. So I just felt like I was a day ahead, you know. Um, it just anytime it's a long holiday weekend like that, I seem <laughs> to be a day off. Did you ever get that? That ever happened? Oh, the whole week was yeah. Off. I can't remember uh, uh, July fourth ever happening in the mm-hmm. middle of a Tuesday or Wednesday or anything like that. That was uh, so it threw everybody off. Right. Um, covering for somebody in my day job, so I couldn't even take the days off in between. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really did enjoy the weekend afterwards, uh, spending with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I, I couldn't, it just totally threw me off during the middle of the week. Uh, Mother Nature notes itself, please don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't happen yeah. from your, uh, you know, 
3010 because it's, uh, it was really disrupting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just a really long weekend, it seemed. you have a lot of fireworks where you are, though? Um, I did a little bit I, I, because my cat was, like, close to me a lot of the times because I guess it scares her like it does a lot of the dogs and even wildlife I think it probably scares them you know and not even used your home pets uh because they're not used to it but uh yeah I mean sitting on my steps when I'm uh, I'm home or looking out the window I did see some I didn't go anywhere you know for fireworks but uh I definitely heard them and I've seen a few how about you? Did you guys go see fireworks anywhere? Yeah, like I said, we, we go to my friend's house. We all contribute. I mean, in the state, I don't know if anybody knows she's not from Pennsylvania listening. Um, you can't have, like, the real big fireworks um, unless you go to a show somewhere. But we have half-decent ones that you can buy here. And uh, a friend of mine has a big house. Uh, took that one. And uh, we were shooting them off in his backyard. Like we've done for like oh, nice. a year in a row. Yeah, okay. and it's still, still really cool. And um, there's about mm-hmm. four or five of us contribute to the fireworks. And they last good two hours, two, three hours, so um, okay, it was good, but then, you know, in the round, people are still shooting out the big ones, you can always see them from wherever you are, usually, yeah. so it's kind of cool. I'm a homebody, so I don't, I, I'm just used to it, and I don't mind, you know, if I, if I see some from home, it's all good, I don't, I don't go where, where there's big, huge crowds of people anyway, at least not anymore, because my kids are grown, you know, they do their yeah. thing, and, you know, if I see it, I see it, if I don't, it's all right, it's all good, too. Yeah, I'd be honest with you, I don't even like taking my, when we were kids, I mean, that was a big thing. Go to the parade. Well, you know, of course. Oh, a lot yeah. of work, man. I don't want to take my mm-hmm. kids to this big event anymore. I'd rather have the choir, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, Although I do have to say what was really sweet, my son was down, um, I think, uh, LBI for the long weekend. And you know what, you know what yeah. the sweetest thing he did? What's that? He FaceTimed me when the fireworks about to start, and I, I did forget this, actually, so I'm, I was home, and he FaceTimed me, and we watched the fireworks. I did from my phone while he was sitting there, and then he would turn the phone around, give me a peace sign or a thumbs up, turned it back around until the fireworks were done. So I thought that was really, really cool that he did that because yeah. I, I was just home. Yeah. Yeah, you did, kids. That's, that's, mm-hmm. that's sweet of him to do that for you. Yeah, it was really sweet. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Actually, I don't know how I forgot because it was it was awesome. It actually, I was really, really, it was a happy moment. And so, and if anybody watched our video episode, I mean, we had fireworks starting in the beginning. We did. We were right underneath the fireworks. Very cool. (laughs) Um, If you didn't check it out, uh, watch it on our Facebook page or our YouTube page. It's on Mm -hmm. Facebook, but subscribe to us on YouTube and check it out. It's uh, it's a great video. Uh, we talked about, what, a couple of patriotic movies from the 80s, right? Do you remember what they were? Um, Top Gun was one. Mm-hmm. Um, Rocky, four. Mm-hmm. And I forget the third one. Help me out with that. The Right Stuff from 1983. Okay. The right about stuff. the astronauts in the Apollo Space right, Program. Right, Okay. But my favorite is always uh, Rocky. Mm-hmm. Simon Drago. I must very cool. Another new thing with me, I joined the gym this week. I'm all proud of myself. I mean, I've been I've been working out at home and nice. eating so much better, and um, so I finally finally decided to go back to the gym, and I'm focused on that. And uh, I I feel like health wise, I feel better just by making better food choices, and yeah. you know, that's my main focus right now. So I'm I'm doing pretty good, you know. So. Uh, 
that was something I did this week for myself. No, that, that's good. I, I mean, I know we're going to share some news in a little bit over what's going on in recent pop news. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, too many people are, are, are around our age, a little bit older, are just mm-hmm. passing away too young because uh, because we're not taking care of ourselves. And I'm one of them. Um, I'm guilty. I, I I need. I belong to two gyms. Okay. I have equipment. I just can never. Always, I always feel like work, 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 work has to come first, you know, and I never get there. But really, I mean, 15 minutes a day is really all is, is good to help us. But um, what was that sad news? Do you want to share? Well, you know, I'm really, I was really kind of surprised by this. Um, you know, if, if anyone is a fan or was a fan of True Blood when it was on the air on HBO, the, you know, the talented Nelson Ellis, uh, who played Lafayette on Lafayette. True Blood. Mm-hmm. passed away over the weekend at just at the age of 39 and it was due to alcohol and drugs like a pretty long history from what they're saying mm-hmm. and um I'm very sad about that I thought he he was so talented and his his role was just he just he was a trip you know he was he was so good in his role he was yeah, he, I mean, was he was so likable he was he mm-hmm. was serious. He was funny. He was everything rolled into one in that character, and he and he really took that character and made it his own. True. Yeah. He grew into somebody you look forward to in that show, other than yes. just the character. You know, he mm-hmm. stood out on his own. He really did. I love True Blood. I wish it would. I wish it was still on the air. Wish it would come back. I. Yeah. You know what? That was probably one of the series that I faithfully watched every Sunday night. Like, I couldn't wait. And then when the season ended, just like any of the other ones that are on now, yeah. you know, you had to wait a whole year to see see new episodes. And yeah. I I was a fan from day one. Yeah, I loved it. My wife and I had a couple of friends, and then we're all, I think, mm-hmm. I think you too, we're all fans of vampires. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. It was so cool in the first game. We would have, we would have good blood parties, you know, when it came Oh, out. really? Yeah, no, I mean, I watched that. When you know when that was on, I loved it, and I'm really sad about his, you know, to hear that he passed away, and young, so young, you know, only 39 years old. Rest in too, peace, too young, absolutely. Rest in peace. Another bit of news is uh, Julianne Hough got married over the weekend. Um, oh, to well, Brooke, I'm sorry. To a hockey star? So who is, is that he? what he? Is? I, I'm not really sure, but his name is Brooks Lay. If I'm saying it right. Mm-hmm. How do you uh, well, it's spelled L A I C H. How would you pronounce that? L A I C H. Lake. I'll say Lake. It's got. That's what I said. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Julianne is a married woman now. Wow. Mm-hmm. I how uh, her ex co, um, who's our friend's co-host now. Um, <laughs> Uh, Brian really Seacrest? Yeah, well, yeah I, I actually uh, saw something that uh, he made a comment on it, but I didn't read what he actually said. He, he, he probably well wishes, you know, that would yeah. be the right thing to do. Yeah, he's a very classy guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool, but so, I just felt like they just broke up, but I guess it's been a while. It's over a year at least. So. Uh, I, I think so. I'm not even sure. I actually forgot that she dated him yet, but now that you said it, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they dated for a little while. Mhm. So. You know, I saw what else the news last, so, uh, and it's more modern than old. But I always see these things between uh, Rob Kardashian and Black China. And Black China. Well, she got a restraining order against him today, <laughs> yeah. apparently. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, supposedly he, he got mad or accused her of cheating on him, and 
posted pictures of her, like, <laughs> like private photos between them online, and uh, right. she got a restraining order. Which is wrong. Okay. Which is wrong to do. That's the mother mother of your um yeah, your child. child. You know, have some respect, and yeah. you know they're a mess. And I actually don't even care. You know, it's yeah. just drama, drama, no, drama. This is, <laughs> I think me and a million others are like, why? Why do they? Why are they so popular? But um, they are. They're there. Um, right. But uh, good luck, guys. Yeah, <laughs> good luck. That, uh, yeah, it's sad. Keep it, yeah, keep in mind you have a small child that was just yeah, born. So. Got to come first. Think Absolutely. about it. Think about it. Think about it before you do it. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Is the old saying what? I think so. Yeah, so, so totally, totally agree. Enough, totally agree. Play enough, Rob. Right. Um, you know who what? else I wanted to comment on? We haven't talked about in a while. Who's that? Shannon Doherty. I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, how is she? Have you read anything? I haven't I'm heard anything. I'm a huge fan of her head, but I just looked it up as we were talking. Okay. Um, and this was posted on July 5th. The last I heard, she was doing a little bit better, right? Yeah, that's the last I heard. This is from people.com. Uh, it was posted on the 5th. It says, Shannon Doherty looks healthy and relaxed during a dance class with her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. People goes on to say the former Charmed actress, 46, attended her favorite dance class on Wednesday with her biggest cheerleader by her side, which is her mother. That's awesome. Um, I'm so glad to hear that. I'm trying to see if there's an actual update, though, in here. Um, before we move on. I don't follow her page. Do you follow her page, Chris? I do, but I haven't seen anything new on it in a while. So I okay. I used right. to keep stuff up all the time. Right. Well, uh, no news is good news sometimes, right? <laughs> Yeah, let's just something in here. Let me look. Yeah. Um, well, meanwhile, while you're looking at that, I'm going to give our phone number out one more do, time. Yeah, do it. Um, the number to call in tonight, and we're talking uh, 1988, mm-hmm. is 718-508-9883. 1988. so much better than me. <laughs> I actually have it memorized. I told you this. I can't believe it. It only took me, what, a year? <laughs> I, I still don't have it memorized. You, you know. If you watch me in the live videos beforehand, i got to split the screen. Who memorizes phone numbers anymore, though? Think about it. No. Nobody memorizes phone numbers. You put it in your contact no. list, and you're good to go. Yeah. No, I, can't, I can't find an update on Shannon. I mean, she had breast no. cancer. She was diagnosed with in 2015. But I think we're right. I think she's in remission. Um, right. The last thing we saw. So good luck, Shannon. Uh, yes. Continued help. What else? What else is the news? Anything else happened today or this week? It's been, I, I mean, I don't, other than those couple things, the two things that we talked about, I'm not sure if anything major All right. I, has I did happened. See, I did see that Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper are still doing their, their tour together. Um, they were just at the Tuscaloosa Amphitheater, uh, mm-hmm. and the photos were posted today on uh AL.com, um, and that's pretty cool. Rod Stewart and Lauper drew an impressive number of fans on a warm evening in the Druid City and saw a gorgeous sunset. I had a perfect backdrop that saw both singers in fine form. Um, I think that tour is still going on. I forget what it's called, but uh, check it out if you're a fan of Cindy Lauper or Rod Stewart. See the two of them together. Um, that's mm-hmm. kind of cool. So this is a little bit off the entertainment topic of a really, I mean, like, I mean, crazy, crazy little bit of news coming out of California. A teenager, um, 19 years old, Rosa Dominguez, she won the lottery 
twice in one week from a scratch-off. So she won the first time. She bought a $5 scratch-off ticket at a gas station, and she won um, $555,000. Okay? A so, million dollars? $555 million? No, 555000 Okay. Okay, which is a half a million dollars, a little sure. bit over half, right? So then she goes later on in the week, and she stopped at a different gas station, and she bought another $5 scratch-off. This time, she won $100,000. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? 19 years old and won $650,000 for <laughs> scratch-off winning? I would have said what she And spent $10? <laughs> I mean, how lucky. I mean, I think that's it's great, but I mean, like, that how unlikely is it, you know, twice in one week? I want Scratch off nonetheless. Yeah, no, I want what she's having, please. I know. What is she, what's in her coffee? Everybody <laughs> in that state's going to flock to that store now. Well, there are two different gas stations, so I guess oh the gas God. station is the lucky place to get your scratch off, <laughs> you know? Um, I mean, guys. good for her. Yeah. I think it was uh, in San Diego, actually, that it happened. San Diego. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, we talked about this the last time we were about our friend that won um, uh, Christina, uh, Christina that won a million bucks on um, how to beat Shazam. But she had her sister did a cool right. video this week where she said, mm-hmm. um, you know, her sister had manifested months before, like, I want to have a million dollars. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know how it's going to come, or how it's going to happen. Here she was three months later. She won exactly a million dollars. So, yeah, believe that, that was guys. good news, too. Yeah. Put your mojo out there. My mojo is <laughs> I'm going to go to a gas station and win over $600,000 like this 19 year old girl. That's <laughs> what I want. Yeah. That rocks, man. I want that. I mean, I thought that was That's pretty cool. Happened. Yeah, I mean, good for her. Um, good for her. There's a. I, I talked to Bay, uh, Bay Ragney, the owner of the Totally Entertainment. Um, okay. Totally Driven the Entertainment Radio and Network uh, this week. Cause he, he's got some, you know, Bay used to be a, an official WWF wrestler. Um, and he's got some connections to Glow, which was the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling that came out in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Every guy watched it at some point in the 80s. Okay. And there was nothing but a female, all-female um, wrestling league. And the you know, girls had characters just like, you know, in the big shows like WWE. You know, like, they had the so full character form. Well, Netflix is doing a, a television series about that. And uh, the series of Isles were in a, fiction, a fictionalization of the characters and gimmicks of the 1980s. It's based on the real girls at the time. Um, and the first season consists of 10 episodes. So check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, it started June 23rd. I think we can get one of them actually as a guest here on the show, so I'm looking forward to that. So I have to follow up with Bay, but as well as a couple other wrestlers that I do know, besides, including Bay, um, mm-hmm. talk about some wrestling in the 80s um, memories because that's, that's that's a big part of my life growing up in the 80s. Did, did you ever watch wrestling at all? I mean, you your girl, but girls are fans too. I, I don't know about you. Did you I wasn't a fan of wrestling ever, no. Did your brother? Um. He may have been. Uh, I know people in my family were real big into wrestling, like um, my aunts, uncles. Uh, just going over there, I wouldn't remember it being on TV at times. But me personally, no, <laughs> wasn't my thing. I always thought it was fake and and made up. Like I didn't. I don't know. 
I well, I I remember uh, it is fake. Uh, it is right. It, 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 I would say the actual fights are fake, but it's still very physical. You get seriously hurt in that ring. Um, okay. They can talk to that at some point. Mm-hmm. My my poor sister, if you talk to Jen Kelly next time, okay. ask Jen Kelly about Chris Kelly's wrestling moves because <laughs> I practice. You'd practice with her? Now. Oh, God, poor Jen. <laughs> oh, poor Jen. Uh, we'd fight over whether we were going to watch wrestling or Bugs Bunny, and I think I usually would win. But, You'd win, right? Yeah, you got to ask her. She, she, she loves it. Uh, she does, huh? It. Yeah, so she, okay. she gets to crack up. So make sure you ask her about that. Okay. Um, and Magic Mike has got a show on this on this network. I He's big into sure. that. I know. Yeah, yeah I see, I see so, him uh, posting stuff. Mm-hmm. Check that out. Also, I wanted to mention um, they had posted something on my wall today. Okay. Um, and let me see what it says here. Total Driven Entertainment and Radio, along with Awesome Puffin Productions, presents Hysteria with DJs Bay Ragney and Mike K. And it's going to be at, he says, remember hanging out with your friends in somebody's basement listening to records discussing life of the cold beers and rock and roll at our party. So it's going to be in my good friend uh, Ken Brownell's bar, South Philly Bar and Grill, in between uh, the two famous steak places here, Pat and Gino's um, mm-hmm. down in South Philly. And it's going to happen on Sunday, uh, this Sunday, July 23rd, actually the following Sunday, July 23rd at 7 p.m. So check that out. I'm going to support Toto Driven Entertainment Radio. Bay will be a DJ. Nice. DJ it up, Bay. <laughs> Go check out the show, everyone. Um, in a few minutes, we're going to have uh, our good friend George Rother, uh, movie guy 24-7 on, talking about what's big and what's coming to the movie theaters. But let's take a break for a few minutes, and uh, we'll be right okay. back. So when we do, if anybody wants to call in, what's that number again, though? 718-508-9883. Awesome. Stick with us, guys. See you in a few minutes. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detectives' quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from Holmes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza, $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember... 
$5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stories page on Facebook. And we are back. You're with Chris Kelly and Lillian Naradowski from 80s TV, live on Total Driven Radio. Hey. If you want to call in tonight, uh, the topic is 1988, and the number is 718-508-9883. Lillian, do you want to do an introduction for our next guest? Our is, it, guest? is it who we, we think? I believe so. I can see the number, but we don't okay. have our, our real engineer on, but I'm pretty sure this is him. Um, so I'm just going to go by what you're saying. So um, that is fact. Um, is it George Rother, the movie guy? I believe so. George Rother, movie guy, 24-7, the one and only. Are you there? George, is that you? Yeah, that's me. How y'all doing? Right. Thank goodness. <laughs> I was hoping I was right. I felt, oh, I was going to say it was somebody else, but I thought, no, that's a needlessly cruel, cruel joke, so... <laughs> I gotta write the number down because I'm usually not used to handling the phones at the same time. And I'm like, that's gotta be George. It has to be. How you doing, George? Oh, I'm doing okay. Um, Donna's back from Romania, so things are back to normal here at home. Oh, good. How was her trip? Um, she says it was fine. She got to spend some time with her family, so she was happy about that. That's nice. And now she's home with her uh, American family and. Uh, we're right. both very happy, me and Duchess. Well, good. And she's from Yash, right? Right? If I remember right. Well, she flew into Yash, but she's actually from Vaslui. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, hang on a second. I love Say hello, Donna. Hey, everybody. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Did Donna. you get that? Welcome back. Welcome, Welcome back. back. Yes. Hold on. Say it again. <laughs> yes. Welcome hello. back, Donna. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad to be back too. Okay, okay give you George back here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that ought to give her a thrill. She was on the radio. Millions of people hear her voice. There you go. It penetrates. <laughs> George. Okay, so. 
I got to tell you before you start, I saw a movie this weekend. I took my kids and my wife to see uh, Despicable Me 3. Have you seen it? Yeah, what? You didn't take the kids to see the house? Come on now. <laughs> What's the house? No. I'm just, no. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. No, I, I did see Despicable Me 3. I'm, I saw it last weekend, and uh, I was a little disappointed. Why? Well, it felt like – uh, Okay, here's the deal. The first one was really cool. The second yeah. one, I don't even remember what it was about. Yeah. And this last one, I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, okay, so they're giving Gru a twin brother, that a long-lost twin brother. I'm seeing right. all this other stuff, and the only thing it's saying to me is they're running out of ideas. <laughs> um, I, 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 agree, the, I agree with you that it wasn't as cool as the, as the first one. I, even the second one I liked. But there was something cool about this I really liked. You know what it was? I'm sorry, I didn't catch that last thing. Uh, so there was something pretty cool about this one that I did like. Do you know what it was? Um, the prison part? No. Okay, I give up. I can't think. <laughs> <laughs> Balthazar Brat Bart is from the 80s. <laughs> oh, 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 goodness. Oh, all right, silly me. I should have thought of that. Yeah, that, all right, the villain was kind of cool, I guess, with the whole 80s thing. Let me tell let me tell Lillian. So Lillian, there's it, there's always a villain in these movies. I don't know if you've seen any of them. Okay. And uh, the guy grew the main character used to be a villain, but now he's like a anti villain. He captures them. But the villain in this one was a kid from the '80s with a TV show um, called Brat Bart, and he was this torturous kid who was always causing trouble, and he would shoot bubble gum from his shoulder pads mm-hmm. <laughs> to uh, so splatter people against the wall and blow them up with bubble gum. And when he was older, he got acne, and nobody watched his show anymore, so Hollywood kicked him out. So he spent all these years as an adult trying to build a big version of him in a doll mm-hmm. and stealing this big diamond that would shoot these lasers and burn up Hollywood and destroy it in bubblegum. Oh. And so they, they go to Cap. There's all types of 80s references in there, mm-hmm. and um, it's all types of 80s music. But when he goes to fight you, one of his best, best things is, a dance fight. <laughs> it was like Michael Jackson's bed. It's uh, it's worth watching it for a chuckle if you're not old. If you, if you pass by it on television. Um, okay. I got a kick out. Anything with the 80s, I got a kick out. Of, but yeah, that's kind of cool that they reference the 80s. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a horrible right. movie. Okay, I like the 80s references, but it's mm-hmm. just overall I'm thinking, okay, um, they're beginning to kind of run short on ideas. And all I can say is, um, if there's a if there's a despicable me three four, um, mm-hmm. if they send him into outer space, they have officially run out of ideas. The I rule agree. of thumb: anytime they send characters into outer space who have no reason to be in outer space, the mm-hmm. series is pretty much dead. I give you Hellraiser four. I give you Leprechaun four. Both of them yeah. in outer space. Um, yeah, the sole exception would be when they sent Jason Voorhees into space. That was actually cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, that's just one of my rules so, of thumb. Well, this is coming. I know there's something really big coming down the road in, in movie land. Well, and, uh, I do have a recommendation. Mm-hmm. I do have a recommendation. Um, I also saw Baby Driver, 
and I have to say it's the best movie I've seen this summer. It may even be the best movie I've seen this year. Baby Driver? Baby Driver. It's not what you think. Um, It's actually an action picture. Um, It kind of combines the chase pictures of the 70s with the Tarantino-esque gangster movies of the 90s. And uh, it has this really boss soundtrack of, like, all these great songs. And it's just this really cool movie. It's got, like, two or three really great chase scenes. And instead of CGI, they go with the practical stunt effects. So Mm -hmm. what you're seeing is, like, kind of real. And it's just, like, (laughs) excuse me, a really good movie. Kevin Spacey Mm -hmm. plays the bad guy, and, well, we know Mm -hmm. he's always good. Yeah, and that I highly, highly recommend. Um, that's my big pick right now. Although I will mm-hmm. not discount Spider Man. I saw that Friday morning, and I also thought that was really good. Okay, I I'm prejudiced against that only because they've changed Peter Parker again. And this, does this guy do a great job? Good job. Well, it bears mentioning that. I really didn't like the last guy they had playing Spider-Man, that Andrew Garfield fella. Who was it this time? Uh, another English kid um, by the name of Tom mm-hmm. Holland, and he okay. actually did it really well. Um, mm-hmm. He seemed to really get the notion of Peter Parker as this really nerdy kid who has these superpowers, and he's honestly trying to figure out how to work with what to do with them, how to uh, – yeah. what do you, how do you say it? Reconcile this into his life and all that. So mm-hmm. I guess you could say it's kind of a coming-of-age movie in a sense. Oh. Cool. Um, his dream is to be part of the Avengers, and this is one of the things I liked about this new Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. Now Marvel has the property back, sort of. They're yeah. sharing it with Sony, but more or less Marvel has it back. Which means they've now woven Spider-Man into the Avengers narrative, and frankly, I think that's where the character always belonged. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm kind of really happy to see that it's no longer yeah. a standalone thing. So, on a lot of levels, this movie really works. Um, I'd say <clears throat> after Wonder Woman, it's the best superhero movie I've seen in a long time. Wow! Wow! Check it out. And speaking of Marvel, just to throw in real quick, I want to say a rip. Good rest in peace to the wife of Stanley. Right? She passed away yesterday, I think. I'm sorry, okay. I didn't catch that. Stanley's Stan wife passed away over the past two days. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was all news. Let me find her name real quick. I'm going to have to look that up. Well, let me see if I can I get the laptop. Yeah, I didn't see that in the. Uh, I have uh, celebrity deaths on my desktop, and I didn't even see that. Mm-hmm. She's 95 see. years old. Three mm-hmm. days ago, she died. Mm-hmm. Let me see. I'm pulling it up right now as we speak. I'm working on a laptop here, so I actually have to Google this. Um, <laughs> let's see. Where do we go? 59 years. Wow. Let's see. Ah, oh, here we are. This awesome. is what I'm looking for. Um, okay. I am looking. Don't when did you say she died? Three days ago. Okay. Three days ago. That would be the 
seventh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that's right. Friday the seventh. Let's see. Hmm. I'm gonna have to look this up well, later. I, I don't see it here on my on the site I have, but Oh really? I'll look it up yeah. later. Wow, that's that's a tragedy. Yeah. Yeah, ninety five and my sixty nine years, so rip to uh the wife of Stan Lee, uh speaking of Marvel. Um but I mean you're mm. not it's okay. So you, you also said you wanted about. to talk about. You also said you wanted to talk about 1988. Yeah. 1988. Mhm. Hmm. What were some of the movies okay. from 1988 that you enjoyed from that year? Well, obviously, if we're talking about 1988, you have to go mm-hmm. with one of the big guns that year, Who Framed Roger? Who Framed Roger the Rabbit? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That was huge. Um, I actually found that impressive. Um, It was one of the first times they really seamlessly blended live action with animated characters. Mm -hmm. So I was was really impressed with this. It was Mm -hmm. cool. But the whole funny thing Mm -hmm. is, you know, I spoke to a lot of people that saw it that year. Half Half the people I spoke to didn't like it. They thought it was too weird. They didn't like oh, really? the idea oh. of live people talking to cartoons. They just couldn't reconcile it. And honestly, okay. I just thought, you know, how can you not get it? It's like a different. It's a new concept, and it's a new not concept, that it hasn't exactly. been done before, because it has, just mm-hmm. not as realistically. Right. So. Yeah, and no, I thought it was that done pretty well for be- that for you know for eighties, you mm-hmm. know. Well, that was – yeah, it was definitely innovative. I mean this was before anybody even thought about inventing this whole CGI thing, which mm-hmm. once again I'll say I really think CGI looks fake. At least it does to yeah, me. Yeah, it gets overused and it's fake and it takes away. It's cool to look, but mm-hmm. it's overdone. It's like too much icing on a cake. I love icing, but too much mm-hmm. makes it sick. Same thing with CGI. A lot, some, of these, some of these movies I see, I swear to God, I'm looking at a video game and not a movie. Yeah. You know, I'm with you. it's like, come on, guys, really? Yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. I I say I stick with the old school special effects. You know, to, mm-hmm. to me, they look a lot more realistic. Now, here's an example. Well, Donna was away the past yeah. two weeks, so I caught yeah. up on a lot of old older horror movies, mm-hmm. and some of the ones I watched were from the '80s. They were mm-hmm. from a studio called Empire Pictures. I watched Ghoulies 1 and 2, and then Troll 1 and 2. Now, I'm looking at these creature effects. You know, They use puppetry, animatronics, stop motion, and I'm thinking, that's gorgeous. That looks real to mm-hmm. me. I mean, that is just absolutely yeah. lovely. Um, mm-hmm. If they made movies like that today, it would totally be by computer, and I'm sorry. For me, that's a real disconnect. But... That's just one example I can cite. Now, as mm-hmm. for other movies from 88, well, that was actually a pretty good year for movies. Um, mm-hmm. Rain I'm, Man right off the top my, of my favorite. Right off, I'm sorry, Lone. Right Man off the top of my, my head, I'm thinking from that year. two comedies that I loved that year. Um, Fish Called Wanda and Coming to America. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good one. Both of those are great. Um, and, of course, at the end of the year, you had – I'm sorry? 
Oh, it's a Jamie Lee Curtis, right? Fishbowl Wanda? That's our movie, right? Um, Fishbowl Wanda was John Cleese, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Klein, and Michael yeah. Palin. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, now, at year's end, you had Twins, The Naked Gun, and one of my favorite guilty okay. pleasures, My Stepmother is an Alien. <laughs> I know, it's an awful movie, but I think it's funny as hell. I really Die, enjoy it. Die Hard also came out in that year. That year, I yeah. love the Die Hard movies. I was actually going to mention action films next, and of course, Die mm-hmm. Hard's right there at the top of the list. Right, right. And who would have ever saw that coming? That was a summer when the big action movies were supposed to be Rambo Three and Red Heat. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. Rambo Three. Well, unfortunately. By the time that hit theaters, it was instantly dated. Now, if you, I don't know if you recall what Rambo 3 was about, but this time he went into Afghanistan to rescue, rescue his uh, Colonel Troutman guy. And that was when Afghanistan was under the Soviet occupation. At least the country was until a few weeks before Rambo 3 came out. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I guess the Soviet – I don't remember exactly what happened, but the Soviets pulled out or something. And by the time the movie hit theaters, it's like, well, shoot, this is already dated. The Soviets aren't in there anymore. How is this timely? And the movie ended up tanking at the box office. Mm-hmm. As for Red oh, Heat, mm-hmm. I don't, I can't figure out why Red Heat can't flop, but I guess people just didn't want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger as a Russian cop. I don't yeah. know. I thought it was I don't good. think I've seen that. Yeah, I kind of passed over that one back in the yeah. day. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. And it's Schwarzenegger and James Belushi. Okay. Um, oh wow. Mhm. I like. All right. I like Schwarzenegger a lot, but the thing that really mm-hmm. attracted me to the movie was the director, Walter Hill. Oh. Okay. He did The Warriors, Forty Eight Hours, and Streets of Fire, and mm-hmm. a bunch of others. Great movie, Streets of Fire. <laughs> but yeah, Walter Hill's a really good director. So, yeah, I was into that. But no, Die Hard was the one that blew them both away. Nobody expected mm-hmm. this movie starring Bruce Willis, that guy from that TV show Moonlighting. Nobody right. expected mm-hmm. it at all to make any money. Yeah. Um, but wow, look what it did. I mean, that movie was yeah. impressive. Heck, it even beat the new yeah. dirt, that Dirty Harry movie that summer, the uh, Deadpool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even beat that one out, which, to be fair, Deadpool wasn't even that great. Um, yeah. Okay, here's a little trivia thing about um, Die Hard. Now, okay. there were some tr- contractual obligation, obligations about the novel that it was based on. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Frank Sinatra had the rights or something, and right. part of the contract stated that if it was ever to be adapted into a movie, he was to be the first one offered the lead role as John McClane. Right. So, theoretically… Frank Sinatra could have been playing John McClane had he not yeah. turned it down, which he did oh, wow. for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, come on, I'm too old, really. <laughs> yeah, it would have been cool back in the day, but uh, I couldn't see him taking on a Yeah, I can't paper. see it either. Wow. <laughs> Honestly, I can't see that either, Frank Sinatra doing that. And mm-hmm. the funny thing is, in the 70s, he was, one of, he was the first person they uh, approached to play Dirty Harry. Okay. Who? Yeah. Frank Sinatra? 
I didn't know that. Sinatra was yeah. could have played Dirty Harry as well. Now, if I'm not mistaken, he turned it down because he felt like it was being disrespectful to the police. Mm-hmm. Wow. If you, I don't know if you guys ever saw Dirty Harry, but uh, the first one, yeah. it kind of does take on an anti-police stance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can understand why he would turn that down if he has these feelings, but uh, come on, Dirty Harry rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't, you cannot do that. We should have had you on. Uh, we, we quickly put together a new video episode because we hadn't done one in a while, George. I don't know if you saw the one we posted, but uh, we talked about three patriotic movies from the 80s, and uh, next time we do that, I want you to come in and give a few comments on each one because it's kind of cool. Hey, uh, just let me know. That. Of course I will. Yeah. We talked about The Right Stuff from 1983. It's a great movie. I remember that uh, one. What else did we do? We did Rocky IV. You know, when he goes to, someone goes to Russia. And Top Gun. Yeah. Top Gun. <laughs> Top Gun is not one of my personal favorites, but for some reason it is. Yeah, it, it, it was a big hit, yeah. Um, I remember when that movie came out very well. It was I was a senior mm-hmm. in high school when that hit theaters. Now that came out mm-hmm. the same weekend as this Alan Alda comedy called The uh Sweet Liberty. Now yeah. that's what I opted to see that weekend. I was working at the Acme at the time and I only had time to go to one film, so I chose Sweet Liberty. I figured, well, mm-hmm. Top Gun, you know, I can wait on that. It doesn't really look that great. When I got to school mm-hmm. Monday, all the guys were talking, yo, man, Top Gun rules. Yeah, we watched it twice. Yeah, this is cool. Rah, rah. Of course, the girls were all gushing about Tom Cruise, but, like, I care about that. But with all the guys <laughs> talking, like, this movie really rocks, Um, I went on a weeknight to see that with my dad and brother. It's like, yo, guys, let's go see this Top Gun movie. Uh, everybody's really talking mm-hmm. about this. Honestly, I was not impressed. Um. Great aerial sequences, but the story was uh, essentially a tamer version of an officer and a gentleman. Yeah. Uh, with a war at the end, of course. Right. Um, and what are they going to do with the do... new one? I, I, I have to be puzzled. How are they going to do the new one? You know, they're do, they're doing a sequel or a remake? Sequel, as far as what they're doing. Father well, maybe life. Tom Cruise is the mentor this time to a younger version of himself. Yeah, right. That, that would be the logical um yeah that would be a logical plot trajectory to put him in that role now mm-hmm. that he's in his fifties. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be much better <laughs> I agree with you what um I know there's something big coming out. I don't know if you've seen an advanced version. I don't think it's out yet, but I'm really looking forward to you know the next plan of the eighth movie so, I'm planning to see it Friday. I'm so excited, yeah. It looks interesting. Um, I like the Planet. Of, I like these new Planet of the Apes movies. They're doing a pretty good job with them. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen previews for this one. Um, Woody Harrelson is in this one, and you know I have to admit, when he's in this kind of action role, he's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah he's not. He's not bad. Yeah, I think. He's I never thought good. I'd see I... the day when that silly Woody from Cheers would actually be a kind of an effective. <laughs> Dramatic kind of right. actor. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? So, I mean, he shot me in 
when the proposal came out. Remember that? I was uh, I right. There was, a, there was another one he was in that I can't, honestly can't even remember. What name some of the other ones he was in? Well, my favorite Woody up. movie is Natural Born Killers. Oh, that's, yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that is the one I'm talking thinking of. Mm-hmm. Oh, that well, it's that's right. from the '90s, so it doesn't really fit into the motif of this show. But for the right, record, right, right, right. Natural Born Killers mm-hmm. is awesome. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant satire um, mm-hmm. on how the, the media glorifies criminals and all that. It's really something. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to Planet of the Apes. And looking ahead, um, <laughs> I'm also looking forward to the World War II uh, drama, Dunkirk. Dunkirk, yeah, it's getting a lot of, a lot of a hype too. Looking forward to that. That looks good. And there's a few other things coming out this summer that look decent. Um, I can't think of what they are offhand, but uh, summer's half over, so pickings are getting slimmer and slimmer as we progress. But there's still a few mm-hmm. good ones on the horizon. Right, wow, good. you just said summer's half over. <laughs> it, it really is. Um, look, it's mm-hmm. after July 4th already. <laughs> I know. I can hardly yeah. be- I can hardly believe it myself. Mm-hmm. The but stores, the, the, the clothing stores are already getting rid of summer clothes and starting to bring in fall clothes. I, that I didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Heck, uh, Donna told me that they were bringing in the fall clothes at the end of last May. At the end of May, <laughs> they were already bringing the fall. She's the one that does the clothes shopping. Um, okay. Well, you know, apparently you I'm know not when allowed they're starting to, to sell off so. bathing suits. When they're starting to sell off bathing suits, you know that yeah. the season's, you know, either in the middle or close to the end. So, yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. so your pick for the weekend is, is uh, if people are going out, would you recommend uh, the Planet of the Apes movie or something else? Well, again, that's going to be the one I see this Out weekend. Of uh, yeah. Well, I have I have decent expectations for that. That's the one I'm going to see. But for anybody mm-hmm. going out to the movies who really wants to see something of quality, see Baby mm-hmm. Driver. That's okay. my very Baby top pick. Right? And yeah. And Spider-Man Homecoming, of course, if you like that kind of thing. But I expect people are going to see Spider-Man anyway. It's already made a load of money, and it's going to keep making more. So mm-hmm. people will go see it no matter what. But Baby Driver is my absolute top pick. That's one that shouldn't be missed. Baby Driver, for anyone listening, that's George's top pick. Um, before you see Planet of the you want to see something that already has a great review. Check out Baby Driver or Spider-Man. That's one of the George mm-hmm. Robert, who's the movie guy, 24-7. You can follow George on Facebook, uh, the movie guy, 24-7, or his Facebook page. Tell us more, George. Well, hey, everybody. It's George. Um, I'm also movie guy, 24-7. And, yes, I have a Facebook page, which is under, of course, movie guy, 24-7. Now, if you want the latest reviews, I can provide that. But the page gives you so much more. It's a fun page for those who like movies. I have games. I have challenges. I post videos, trailers, classic trailers. So if that's your thing, come over and check my page out, and I'd really appreciate it if you like the page. Um, And that's that. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thanks, George. You're a great friend, and we love your reviews. Thank you. uh, Thank you, George. Okay. You guys have a great week. Have I'll talk night. to you next week. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You rock, man.
Um, where is it? Hi, I'm Chris Kelly. And I'm Lillian. And we're from 80s TV. You're listening to Totally Driven Radio. Always remember, but never forget. You can take someone out of the 80s, but... You can't take the 80s out of anyone. Nice. You guys rock. Nice. And this one. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Lillian, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. Nice. Thank you. Good job. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Good job. So we'll, we'll take... Yeah, I'm sorry. No, I was, that's always cool to hear. <laughs> yeah, it is super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when I get to play engineer because I have all that ton of things in here. I just want to click them all. Is there? Okay. Yeah. Um, we should play around and see what celebrities has got in here other than us. Um, right. <laughs> but we're going to take a quick break. When we come okay. back, um, it's going to be 930. We'll have a half hour left. If you want to call us, the number is what, Mel? 718-508-9883. Um, we got to do our music, the Billboard um you know, top yeah. 20, 25. That'll yeah. be fun. we got TV shows and music to kill in the next half hour. So stay tuned, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see you in a few minutes. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence, or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? 
Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. Hello, this is Chris Kelly and Morning Naradowski from 80s TV Live on Totally German Radio. If you'd like to call in or speak with us in the last half hour of the show, you can call us at 718-508-9883. Um, we just got done talking to George Rother, the movie guy, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Talking about what's hot in the movies now, what's coming up, and... Uh, what was hot in the year 1988? Billy um, and I are about to talk about some more movies, TV, and, of course, music. But mm-hmm. I just want to bring something to everybody's attention uh, here. We were just talking about during a commercial break. Yeah. Uh, there were four, like, 18-year-old boys that went missing over the past few days. And uh, breaking news that came in a little while ago. It says authorities have made an arrest on a gun violation uh, amid the search for four missing men in Bucks County. Cosmo DiNardo, 20, was taken into custody on Monday and charged with a firearms possession. According to the affidavit, probable cause of action news, an officer came into contact with DiNardo around 12.50 on February 9th. Um, so I don't know if they even found these kids. But, uh, the last I heard today is that they were still searching for them. So I haven't. So how do they know that he's the killer if they haven't found these boys? Trying to find it. Uh, I haven't heard the whole entire story. I'm so it, looks, it looks like his family owns a large property in Bucks County. Um, still strolling down the street. And how does one person do all this? I guess they tied him to each of the missing guys. You know, there's, there's four 18-year-old boys that kind of just went missing. At the same time or, or just at yeah, different no, times? Yeah, you have the missing men are identified as Mark Sturgis, 22 of Pensburg. Tom Mio, 21 of Plumstead, uh, Dean Bernacchiero, 19 of Middletown, and uh, Jamar Tarpatrick, 19 of Newtown. So all between 19 and 22, over over the past few days, it's one one missing each day. And so they weren't friends; they were just random, yeah, random people. Uh-huh, yeah, as far as far as I don't know, they were just uh, each one one missing each day, which triggered the conversation wow. weird is going on. Mm-hmm. They're all around the same type of like around 510, 511 when I was reading, so that was really weird. Um, and here we go. Earlier Monday, the parents of Mark Sturgis confirmed his car was found at Feathers Village in Bucks County. I know exactly where that is. Me too. Um, there's a wooded area being searched behind Feathers Village right now. Wow. Um, and another car belonging to May was found on uh, Aquatong Road, which I think is also in Bucks County. Um, 
It says, believed all four men did know each other, but investigators are looking at how to confirm the information. Um, so somehow they tied him to this guy and arrested him for uh, playing Bob. So uh, stay tuned for that. It's just really crazy. creepy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, but anyway. <laughs> wow. Back to... Uh, Who knows if there's not, there isn't any more, you know? Yeah. I mean, before we sign off, I want to say... Uh, Prayers to those families and those kids that they, they do find them safe, but it doesn't look like yeah. it's going to be a happy ending. I hope, I hope I'm wrong, and they do find them. Uh, there's disturbing stuff in the news like, all the time, and it, mm-hmm. you can't just ignore it, but you don't want to talk about it either all the time. But stuff, right. stuff like this, you just can't, can't ignore it. Um, hope they're, they're found safe and sound, and God forbid they're not safe and sound. I hope their families and families have closure. So, uh, so let's see. On to a brighter note, um, mm-hmm. what were we listening to in the year 1988, Bill? Wow, what were we listening to? You caught me in a moment. I walked away from my computer, but I'm going <laughs> to go grab it. Uh, George Michael, Madonna, of course, and that goes without saying. Um, I mean, I, there's, there's 80s, you know, I love, I love that music, but you want to do a countdown now? Or um, do you want to do that in a little yeah. bit? Yeah, I'm looking at something that's not. You know, the Billboard charts archives. I'm the one that actually just breaks it down by month. Let me find the one that has the top. Oh, by month. The top okay. 100. Of yeah, I'm just I'm the top 100 singles of the year. Tell you where you are. I'm gonna come find you in a second, but. Okay. Time. In 1988. Oh wait, 1988. Yeah. July, June, July 9th um, through the 16th, The Flame by Cheap Trick was number one. The flame and what month? Um, between July 9th and July 16th, 1988. I know that song. Let me go back and find a 100. It is a good song. Uh, so, yeah, start the countdown. I'm, well, I'm looking for it. You can start questioning me. So, where do you want to start at? 20, 25, or 10? Let's start at 25 because we've got about 20 minutes left. Um, if anybody All wants right. to join us and guess, uh, just call in. And uh, you can play the game right along with us, okay? Mm-hmm. So I still can't so, follow. <laughs> coming in at number 25, uh-huh. I think I remember this song, Hungry Eyes by Eric Carmen. Is it from the McGrath Hungry Eyes? Yeah. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hungry right. Eyes. Yeah, that's a good song. I remember that song. Um, are you on the list? Do you want to take the next one? No, I, I can't see it. Actually, I don't want to look at it. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll try, okay. I'll uh, try and guess. Well, okay. I'll, I'll see where, where I I don't know if you you could guess some of these ones in the top 20, like the top from 20 to 25, but we'll we'll see. So um, coming in at number 24 is Robert Palmer with... Um, I know. Guess. Just be irresistible. Right, you know that song. I, yeah, I think you'll know these songs. But some, sometimes... Mm-hmm. Is, is didn't um, Marlon Dow? Uh, he did. Thing? He did. He duplicated. He you know did a version, his own version, with uh, <laughs> some of the girls on um, mm-hmm. the show. Transporting Rosé. Mm-hmm. Was it no, was it simply irresistible? Were there, uh, or was it or was another it the one? Other one? It was the other one. I think it wasn't right. the. the the one yeah. with the girls when they put the, mm-hmm. the hair back. I know what you're talking about, but I don't think it was simply irresistible. Mm. What the heck was the name of that song? Anybody know? 
Anybody want to help? <laughs> I, I wait a minute now. Now I got to search this because I know, I could see it. You know. Bigger one earlier than you, so if you figure it. All right, hold on a second. Ad, uh, addicted to love. Ah, that was it, right? Oh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't think it uh, was that one, right? Um, so that was number twenty. Uh, Robert Palmer. Let me see. That was number twenty-three. Simply irresistible. Coming in at number twenty-two, you should know this one. She visited the show, I think, on two occasions, not just one, but maybe it was just one. Young girl. Um, she, she sh- shake her it. love. <laughs> Can you guess who it is? Is that the song? Is that the song? Uh, yeah, shake your love. Mm-hmm. That's Debbie Gibson. That is Debbie Gibson. Right. That, the, that was number 23 or 24? That was number 22. Shake your love, right? You know what? I missed number 24, actually. My, my, did I say hold on to the nights by Richard Marks? That came oh, in at no, number 24. No. Okay, yeah. so that one threw you off. Okay, that one threw me off. Okay, sorry about that, everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so Shake Your Love was in at number 22. And number 21, I'll give you a hint. He was the king of pop, and he passed away. I think it's been like two, three years, and you can't you can't get this one wrong. Um, he sang Man in the Mirror. Good old MJ. It is. That's the man in the mirror. Right. Good song too, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this person also visited the show, um, female, and this wasn't her biggest hit, but it came in at number twenty this year, this that year of nineteen eighty-eight. Without always love you, she is from New York, I believe. Oh, so. Taylor Dane. Yes, you got it. Nice job. I, I got to escort her off for of the year. I got to interview her that day. That's what oh, nice. So you're right. So she came in at number 20 with that song. And then the, coming in at 19, I love this group too back then, um, Def Leppard. Now this was a big song of theirs. I mean, that whole album, the Pyromania, that was yeah, a great album. The mm-hmm. first time I ever bought Pyromania. Right. So, um, this is one of my favorites off that album with Pour Some Sugar on Me. Ah, oh, that was on that album? Oh, no, I, what think, I think so, 
There we go. The wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay, so this is a song that is on my playlist. That I I like this song. Um, it's by White Snake. Uh, they had a few hits. Um, yeah. I'll give you one good. of the titles, one of the words in this three-word song title. Okay. Love. Love is just love. You got love it. Nice job. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good song. Um, and this next group also, I believe, came to the show. It's three girls in this group, and they had a lot of songs in the 80s uh, that were dance songs. So they had, uh, uh, let, me, let me think, what was some of their big ones? I'm not going to give you the title of the song on the countdown, but I'm going to give you another another. Right, so I'm some of their hits include. Go ahead. Don't tell me. I, I I'm thinking of three girl groups that came to the to okay. dance party. So I'm thinking of Expose. You got it. Really? Yeah, I won't let you keep going. You got it. Expose. Mhm. And which song was it? They came in at number. Losing my spot here. Number sixteen. The seasons change. So it wasn't come go with me or point oh, on no return. It was seasons change. Mm-hmm. I'm taking you back. Let's play that. Let's play that for a minute. Okay. Let me to play and call in. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be shy. The number is seven one eight five zero eight nine eighty three. This week you play against me. Next week you play against Lillian. So. <laughs> What do you got? Let's say. Um, Expose, Seasons Change. That was a slower song of theirs, I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was mm-hmm. one of our slow dance right. moments. Um, hold on, YouTube's giving me those stupid commercials again. Commercials, right? YouTube, what am I going to do with you? <laughs> All right, here we go. Their album was good. A lot of good songs. on our list. We're down to number 15. Mm-hmm. And this guy had, I think he was in a one-hit wonder, but he had a couple songs. Um, this, wasn't, this wasn't his first hit, but I would say it's his second hit. And I'm going to give you his name. Uh, his name is Billy Ocean. Oh, and he good. had a couple songs out. Mm-hmm. Um, is this a song? No, this, this one's one? a upbeat. Mm-hmm. This one's upbeat. It's not like a fast song. So. Um, affiliation. All right, what's the song? Well, you remember his song, Caribbean Queen, right? Caribbean Queen. That was his big one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but this was not the song that is on the list. So remember that song, Get Out of My Dreams, Get Into My uh-huh. Car? Right. Get out of my dreams, mm-hmm. get into my car. There you go. All right, and then coming in at number 14, you just mentioned the song a few minutes ago. Uh, I really like the song. It was The Flame by Chief oh, Trick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that song is still played today in the glove scenes. It's like, uh, it's like a timeless favorite, uh, especially in movies. It's great, yeah. great song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming in at number 13 is Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine. Whatever happened to her? I have not heard anything uh-huh. about Gloria Estefan. Let me let me get that one up. I wonder, yeah, I wonder what she's up to these days. Now, this is a slow song, also a beautiful song. Um, was anything for you? Actually, I'm gonna download that tonight. I'm in a mellow mood, so I'll. uh, That's the song. song Anything for you? Mm -hmm. It's a good song. All right, that's a great song. That's fun. I don't want to play it. No, no, no. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. Get the ad, please. Get it. You're playing it. <laughs> I just, just the beginning. Wow. Let me hear her voice. This is a beautiful song. Yeah. Almost about a magic. I remember all these songs before the fans. I'm going to download it when we're done our show anyway. <laughs> It's on YouTube. One million nine almost two million plays. Good love song. Uh, All right, you can turn it off. Uh, All right. <laughs> that's a great song. But yeah, whatever did happen to her? Mine is Shama, she's I don't know. Girl. We'll have to I'll have to see what she's up to these yeah, days. She was like a she had a window of years she was like I can bet you she's behind the scenes with an, in the music oh, industry. I'm sure of it. Somehow, I'm sure. one way or another, you know? I agree with you, yeah. And then uh, moving along, coming in at number 12, uh, this, um, this gentleman. We have a caller. Hold on, hold on. We have okay. a caller. All right. New Jersey number. Let's see who it is. Okay. Hello, caller. <laughs> who do we have? Yes. Hi, well, it's your favorite listener. Oh. <laughs> you don't and think I was going to miss this week? I, What's that? Almost. Almost. Now, who may this be? I know who it is, but why don't you tell our listeners who it is? This is the one yes. and only, our TV dad. My name, my, na- my name, Jose Jimenez. <laughs> Show creator, a part of the, the Nice family. This is Michael Nice of Dancing on Air and Dance Party USA and Nice Biz and everything Michael Nice and Ida and Frank. Good people to know <laughs> yep. in our lives. We got we, we got to mention them because you know it's funny. We were talking. I went I went to another funeral today. Oh no, it's sorry. been yeah, it's been well. Marion Claro's mother, Marion oh, was the. Yeah, the the mother did, and the mother was ninety, and she was so mm-hmm. sharp. She was so great, and she looked oh. great. You know, she's the best ninety-year-old mm-hmm. I've ever seen. And uh, 
Bob Rayner was there. He was one of our producers years ago. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys remember him or not. Remember the name? No, I don't. Yeah, but and you know, as you get Sarah. older. Yep. Yeah. I guess we'll give a quick intro for everybody who doesn't know who she is. Uh, Marion Claro and her mother, I believe, started were like the first um, female um, talent managers in the city of Philadelphia, right, Mike? And uh, I I didn't own. know that. She. Yeah, I read she, that. She, she did what? They were the first female um, talent, you know, acting talent or, or you know, entertainer management um, team in the city of Philadelphia, all female. Um, oh, that that's I interesting. That I didn't know thing. that. Yeah. I'll have to check mm-hmm. that out with Marianne, maybe have her call into your show one week. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I met her years ago through you, and I never forgot it. I mean, I had to be about 18 at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. She's a nice woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm Some glad to get yeah. a hold of Lillian, because I, Lillian, I yeah. want to invite you. Uh, in August the twelfth, I'm getting an honor okay. that I think is just terrific. It's called the Golden Heart Award, and okay. uh, it it's from what I gather, it's for people that have done service in the community beyond what mm-hmm. they do for their for a living. And okay. uh, I know Chris is going to be there. So, uh, and I I put a call in today to Paul as well because uh, oh, okay. I wanted to make sure make you know only some special people I've personally invited. The only the problem is there's a forty five dollar donation um, because mm-hmm. there's going to be a, uh, a a dinner and and a, a band and so forth. So, um, well, other than you that, yep. And if you can, it would be great. I will do my best. I will do my best to uh, to join you. I am going to be away the first week in August, and I believe I am back by the 12th. So oh, that'd be great. Where are you going? To you out west again. <laughs> first Go. week in August. Great. That's right. That's right. Sooner than that, too, but this week, but um, that first week in August also. Yeah, listen, so. you go out west. Do you bring your six-shooter with you? My what? <laughs> Your six shooter. It's a it's a, it's a gun they used to use in the wild wild west. And why now? Why would I need that? You know something? I don't know because you're so unpredictable. I well, it's the mystery yeah, I mean, of it all, isn't it? Yeah, the mystery <laughs> and the surprise. You're you're there the complete you woman. You really a little, are. A little mystery, a little surprise is good, right? <laughs> it's terrific. That's, that's why go. I raised such a such a ridiculous question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are doing the countdown um, of nineteen eighty-eight. Mike, would you like to? Yeah, would you like to um, try to guess some of the songs with Chris, as I mentioned? Oh my God! Give you a hint? No, but you know, no, but you know, um, I was with um, I think it was Bob Brainer today. He just said mm-hmm. that, you know, he was a disc jockey uh, in Harrisburg at one time. And mm-hmm. he used, before he came to work for the show, he would watch the show to see what music was playing. And, right. you know, he would then go, go on that music, which, you know, was great. But mm-hmm. uh, what I found interesting was I I didn't necessarily go by the charts. I went by... Mostly by what I thought the the kids could dance good to. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. And I tried to mm-hmm. circulate it as much as I could. So okay. that, was, that was kind of interesting. I, if you mention some of these songs, I probably hardly remember them. I remember Gloria really? Estefan. Yeah. Right, right. Right. You were talking um, about I mean, her. Right, right. Um, well, I mean, this, this, we were going down the list, and we're at number 11 with uh, George Michael. Uh, sadly, he passed away in December. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember oh, George Judy, Michael, right, Mike? Yeah, that's right. I forgot that he passed away. Yeah. God, the, the kids okay. loved him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he came in at number 11 with One More Try. Slow song, another, uh-huh. another good one. So, Wait, do, um, are well, you are you did you pull this list together? This is I'm looking at the top uh, 100 list of Billboard magazine. Oh, okay. Year. Yep. These was, this okay. was their their list. Mm-hmm. I usually now, go by Gloria, list, just so. flashing back a little bit. I believe, mm-hmm. and I could be wrong, but I think Gloria Estefan was one one of the first Hispanic uh, singers who crossed over into the. Uh, Pop charts. Mainstream? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. you're right. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. We were just wondering what she's up to today. I was saying because she's probably behind the scenes, um, you know, making music with people or new artists or something. I, I'm just guessing, but uh, I haven't, we haven't heard about her or anything. At least I haven't. No, you're, absolute, you're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I and my guess anything. is that she she is probably doing something. Uh, in support of new artists, right, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so should we continue with the list, or yeah, oh yeah, no, no, let's Mike, keep keep going. Mike it'll, knows a lot. It'll bring back memories. Okay. Mike doesn't have a song. He may have something to contribute because he knows he has a lot okay. more behind the scenes stuff than we do. Well, some of these songs actually, I had to take a second to like think about it, like um. Do I remember it? Um, mm-hmm. You know, until I hear like the first line of the song or the melody, I don't remember some of them. So this one I do remember. It was Steve Winwood coming in at number ten with "Roll with It." Oh. I remember this one. Roll with mm-hmm. it, baby. Right. Mm-hmm. Now number nine, I, 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 don't, think, know, I, I think, don't remember it. Yeah, I, I think Chris name. is a frustrated singer, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> I'm a frustrated singer. <laughs> I'm a frustrated singer too. <laughs> yeah, but I think I I think you came into our studio and recorded. I did, I did. Mm-hmm. So I remember, but you had that week, and I gotta bring this up. Remember, you you had an album, and you're probably singing one of the songs, though. I, I was um, singing two of them. Mm-hmm. There you go. I, I sat home and tried uh-huh. to sing. And Mike, you had asked us to sing. You guys auditioned tape. And my voice was changing. And I, I remember I had to sing. Uh, we try, I tried to sing one of the Beatles albums. And I ran out of the room when it went on. I didn't have oh, to audition. I, I guess Mike knew that I sang. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did, did, I, I did and not I, have I, any audition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a better singer than that. Now, that is correct. <laughs> yeah, I wanted I wanted right. you to I wanted you to be able to record something and have some experience right. in a recording studio. Right. Mm-hmm. Have have Chris sing Careless Whisper. <laughs> <That happened. laughs> 
Oh boy! You want to tell my that story real quick? Wasn't it? Wasn't that the song that you sang in some kind of booth? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to bring it. If you remember, like in the '80s, that it, all the malls, the strip malls, always had those booths yep. where you go in and and record the songs and get a get a cassette tape when you were done. And uh, yep, I think you did tell like, me this story. Oh really? Okay. Oh, man, I was about 15, 16, and I sang "Careless Whisper," and, and I mean George Michael could hit those high notes. I sure as hell yep. um, <laughs> And I had I got to convert it. I got to convert it to an MP3 and play it on here one of these days. It's just uh, it's worth. That's good. Just get one last laugh out of it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's, it's good stuff. <laughs> okay, so moving on with our list. Um, mm-hmm. So number nine, I don't remember. It's called. It's by a. I guess it's a group. Breathe. It's called Hands oh, to Heaven. I love that song. Do you remember? I don't remember I the song. They had like two big hits. Um, Hands to Heaven was uh, okay. Not, I'm not going to talk about switching you guys, but it's um, mm-hmm. it, it's a slower song. It's a melodic. Okay. Let me let me mm-hmm. bring it up for you real quick. All right. Breathe. Hands to Heaven. It's actually a really nice song. Is it slow? Yeah, and my, we played it on the show. I'm sure I'll remember it once you uh, once I hear it. Um, I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated singing because you two won't let me play the songs and I have to sing them. <laughs> Here we go. Two more seconds. Okay. We can hum while we're waiting. Yeah, you, know, huh? <laughs> you, you can hum. You, you recognize this too? Nope. Not yet. By the way, while he's doing uh, that, yeah. Lily, okay. I gotta, I gotta tell you that, you know, What's I remember that? you, I remember you being a really good singer, but you know something that that great voice comes over tremendously on the radio, uh, really? even as as you speak. Yeah, it you you cut through, and I'm I'm on a on a cell phone, and, and your voice is as as beautiful as it can be. It's great. Oh, geez. Well, thank you. I, I'm actually <laughs> on a cell phone, too. <laughs> oh, isn't that, isn't that, and yet, no, and microphones, as well as I know this, mm-hmm. microphones can either enhance your voice or can ruin it. And uh, without a great microphone, you're still coming through. And Chris is, oh, you know, yeah, you, both of you guys, you have really top-notch professional voices. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. And I and I actually, I rushed home to call you. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. And last, the last show that we had when you called in, as soon as you hung up, uh, another friend of ours called in who calls in often, and she said, as soon as she heard your voice, it took her back, and she remembered exactly who she you were. She did say that. Um, who was that? Oh, that was that's Helene, a, right? Helene, yeah. Our friend Helene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And wow, that, that's really nice. Yeah. So your voice is recognizable to many. Well, it's going to be hard the way I am right now. My dog just climbed up on my chest, and he turned around, and his his butt is in my face. Oh, nice. <laughs> Can you just picture that? Can you picture that? Uh, I'm getting the visual, yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like he doesn't care. Okay. 
<laughs> so um, I I don't know if this uh, female artist was uh, performed on our show, but she was around the same time as Debbie Gibson. Was Tiffany ever on the show, Mike? Who Tiffany? I think we're alone now, Tiffany. Well, Tiffany, no, she wasn't on our show, but she was mm-hmm. on another show I produced out of Fort Lauderdale. Uh, okay. It was called Under 18, Not Admitted. And she came okay. down to the to the beach there to perform. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But she wasn't on our show. Okay. Well, she came in at number eight with that slow song. Uh, the, it was a hit also, and we did play this on the show. Could have been. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember that song? There's, there, there, mm-hmm. there's another one. Whatever happened to Tiffany? Well, she's still performing. I am friends with. Uh, I have a mutual okay. friend on Facebook with her, um, and she, he's her manager, I believe. And she's still going from traveling all over and performing all mm-hmm. her older songs. So she's wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's good so to she hear. Is around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was she was a really nice person. Oh, I'm sure. And that's what I um, I judge people by that, you know. Mm-hmm, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so I'm coming in at number seven. Now I forget off the top of my head, Belinda Carlisle. What was the Go Go? She was in the Go Go. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. So she. Yeah, she was a redhead. Seven. I'm sorry. Yep. She was uh, a redhead. She comes in at number seven when yeah, seven yeah. is a place on earth. You're right, Mike. She was redhead. Mm-hmm. She, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was number seven. And coming in at number six is the late and great Whitney Houston with her song. Wow. Uh, hit so emotional. Remember that song? Of course. Oh, yeah. You have to. I sure mm-hmm. do. And she was. Yeah. She was without a doubt. One of the most natural, naturally beautiful voices of all time. Yeah. Right. And Absolutely. and I don't know if you, Lillian, the studio yeah. that you recorded in, she recorded in there too one time. Really, I did not yep, know that. Yeah, she she played she paid a visit to us on Cooper Street when she was sort of just starting out. Mike, did you meet her? Uh, I don't re I don't remember. You don't recall. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, it could be that I wasn't there that day, but, right, but right. you know, everybody else told me that she was. That she was. Okay, she was just starting out? Uh, well, said. she was working with, um, oh, God, what's his name? Who was the guy that uh, was was in a group called, uh, oh, God, out of Philadelphia. He, he wound up uh, getting into a car accident, and he was in a oh, wheelchair. Oh, Teddy Pendergrass. Teddy Pendergrass, yeah. Oh, yeah, they, those, okay. those two were working together. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because he was from Philly, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was he or am I wrong? Mm-hmm. He was. No, okay. he was. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was, I think, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and he used to send, <laughs> he had a record label later in his life, and he used mm-hmm. to send his artists to our show, and I said, well, when am I going to get you on the show? And mm-hmm. he sort of shied away from it. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a little bit of information. I did not know Whitney Houston came to Cooper Street. Oh, yeah. Very cool. So you can okay. you can always say that you recorded in the studio that Whitney Houston did. 
<laughs> I guess okay. I can say that, but I bowed down to her because she was incredible. She was amazing. Nothing but oh. much respect for her, and definitely absolutely. She, tuned. you know, and that's that was so sad. And and her yeah. daughter followed in the same steps in passing away as well. Just tragic all around. Yes, very tragic. And of course, Bob, okay. you know, I did meet Whitney um, at the billboard at a billboard show in California, uh, along with Bobby Brown. They were both wearing bright red, and mm-hmm. Whitney was very very sweet. But I think she wanted to fix me up with her mother. <laughs> wow! So it was it was go. great. Yes, yeah, very nice. Yeah. All right, so we are going down to the top five now. Moving on with a big hit for Guns N' Roses that year was Sweet Child of Mine. Well, that's 1988. 1988 at number five. Thanks for not playing that one a lot, Mike. I don't know how to do that. I think I would have struggled dancing to that one, (laughs) although I like this song. So the uh, could, could be, artist. You, you, wait, before you do that, I got to make make another comment. Um, you know, I, I grew up. I know, are you running out of time? No, no, we can go over. It's okay. All right. Well, real fast. Um, the way um, Lillian is introducing these songs is the way people used to do these countdown radio shows. At number five. <laughs> I am just winging it. I, I, I have to be honest with you. I'm just winging it. No, nothing, nothing, yeah, nothing special. <laughs> no, you, you've had, you, you know, and I'm not trying to just compliment you. I'm just telling you the truth. If it was something that, was, that wasn't good, I would tell you that, too. So, Listen, just, I grew you know, up you can... to Casey Kasem. <laughs> well, that's, there you go. That's That's what it was, yeah. So I guess, you know, right. uh, I'm kidding. I'm teasing. Of course, I did listen to him, but um, that just popped into my head. Random. I'm just trying to make up a, an excuse of, as to maybe why, <laughs> why I'm doing it the way I'm doing it. Yeah, but, it, um, but it's, the, it's, the way, it's the way it has been done very professionally. Well, you, you two I guys make you two again. guys make you guys make a wonderful team, and uh, I'm <laughs> going to do everything I can to see that that you can that you guys can continue going forward. I really mean that. Well, I Thank think you. I can speak for both of us. We appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so, you earned it. <laughs> so this next artist, moving along, number. Or he actually did come to the studio, and I danced with him while he sang oh. with a bunch of a couple other regulars, girl regulars. And this he's he's British, I believe, um, with his big hit oh. "Never Gonna Give You Up," which has a oh. lot of meaning yep. to me. Rick Astley. Yeah. 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 So you remember him, Mike? Yeah, very well. Yeah, it was a, it was a short little guy, but what a powerful <laughs> voice he hair. had. Yeah, yep. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I and, believe he and, is and, British, and, right? Am I right? Yeah, he is. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he he sang backup on a couple other songs. I forget what they were, 
But then he came mm-hmm. out with his own hit, you know, and it was, a, it was a great song. And so you danced with him. I did dance with him when mm-hmm. he was singing, yes. Well, speaking of oh, that's great. Advisors, you know, we would switch, go up to him, dance with him while he's singing, and the next girl would go up. I forget if there was a name for that, but, uh, yeah, I um, I was one of the girls. Well, it was also it was part of our show from the very beginning. Uh, was to do artist performances different uh, than they normally do them. And uh, as to have our kids, you know, be part of Interact. their performance. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do, there's a real fast, a quick background story. There was one artist who came on the show and the kids danced around her. And when she came back, she said, do I have to dance with those kids again? And one of our producers, and one of our producers said, "You mean the ones who buy your records?" <laughs> and she says, "Oh, uh, I understand." Are you going to name the artist, or are you keeping that to yourself? Oh God, I, I I'm going to keep it to myself. Okay. I I hate to All spread right. anything negative, but the the All answer right. was great. Okay. You remember Lauren Brace? Fair enough. It it is. It is a great answer, and I have a feeling I know who said that. Uh, yep. <laughs> I think I know who said that. Um, yep, okay, I'm sure moving you along. Yes. <laughs> um, at number three, uh, George Harrison with Got My Mind Set on You. Oh, that's a great song. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, yeah. We, uh, we play that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, he was part of the Beatles. I mean, you wouldn't expect that out of one of the Beatles to have like a poppy hit, uh, and mm-hmm. he, especially George, because he was the quiet one, you know. And, right. Uh, yeah. It was a really good song. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Look at him that right now. Mm-hmm. But I, I met the guy who would. Pro- I met the guy who promoted the records, the individual uh-huh. records of each of the Beatles, and they yeah. had like a little war going between them, as to who who made the higher. Thing on the charts than the other one. Ah. <laughs> I guess you're talking about Paul McCartney because he has he he went so oh, yeah. at the time. Yeah. Oh yeah. But well, they all went that exactly. way, but. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, I mean, you still have that with people that are in groups and they go their separate ways, and and the same group, you know, they try to their rivals, you know, they try to outdo each other and see who mm-hmm. you know gets the top of the list. You know, more popular songs. Um, so, top two then. Number I'm anxious two. to hear this. Yeah, number two. So, this is a group, a British group. Oh, wait, should we do, should we do a drum roll? Should uh, we do a drum roll? roll for number one. We'll do the drum roll for number one. But um, Okay, Chris, that's your group. job, Chris. I'm <laughs> Chris? To pull it up. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, you get ready for the drum roll. <laughs> So, um, British group, the lead singer has since then passed away. Um, And they had a couple of hits. They were pretty popular in the 80s, but this, I think, put them on the map. This was their big song. And coming in at number two is the group In Excess with Need You Tonight. Oh, yeah. I need you tonight. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And my wow. husband has passed away since then. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mhm. So, so number one, before we get there, mm-hmm. drum roll, please. All right. 
There you have it. You guys, cr- you you guys cracked the... Uh, so number one for the year 1988 is none other than the late, great George Michael with Faith. Oh. oh. There you go. Great. So he had two songs in the top 25 that year. What was the other one that he had that we talked about? I will tell you in one second. Oh. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, with One More Try. One More Try was uh, number 11, yes. So he had almost two top 10 songs for that year, but he had two songs in the top 11, and number one being Faith. I've got a question. I've got a question. I've got a question for you two. Uh, mm-hmm. It seems that you know songs that you grow up with really mm-hmm. become a part of your life, and you know it's like uh, in the fifties it was you know songs let's say by Presley, and in the sixties mm-hmm. it started with the Beatles, and then on and on the seventies was the Philly sound, you know. Now we get to mm-hmm. the eighties where you guys grew up. Do you associate this these, this music? emotionally with things that happen in your life? Well, absolutely. I mean, there's songs that that really bring a lot of memories back to me, some that are harder to listen to than others. I actually named a few of them in the top 25 um, that we just went through. But, um, of course, you know, a lot of of the songs have special meaning to me. You know, and even here in the I listen to 80s. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, my question is, you know, both for you and Chris, um, mm-hmm. what what song really would you now remember and take with you for the rest of your life? It stands out as the greatest song for you. That means something to me? Yep. That has a very emotional impact on you. Hands down, Careless Whisper by George Michael. <laughs> uh-huh. And can I ask what the story is for you behind that? Uh, my ex-husband, when we first oh. met, and uh, what we've been through. And, uh, yeah, has a lot of meaning to me. Yep, yep. Wow. And how about and you, Chris? I will say about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah. You won't. I'm being honest. Yeah. That's an honest day of response. Yeah, no, it's honest. That's good. Um, That's I know good. it's hard for her to share. So, kudos to Lily for <laughs> taking the. You got her to uh, some of her peel some of her onion away, Mike. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, a, it's such, a, a I, very thin layer uh, of that onion. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, that's my job. That's my job. Yeah. That's Chris, how about you? What song? Layer. What song means something me, to you? I mean, I guess for me, um, I always and I could get there. If you could use music as chapters in your lives, I know I could do it very. Yeah. Well, very good. Very good. Yep. Um, uh, I remember being like 1984. Van Halen was big, and that's about my teen years. And then when I came on the show, it was a lot of the songs were related to girlfriends. You know that I dated. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but I'd say overall, I guess as you guys know, one thing I'm an advocate for is uh, it's almost kids. Um, I left my house uh, in my senior year of high school, and there was That's one right. song in particular that stuck with me, and ironically was my was my school um, theme, my graduation was our graduation theme, and that was a song by oh. Rod Stewart. 
I believe it was a remake oh. called Forever Young. And he's giving advice oh. in the song to a younger person about, you know, may good fortune be with you, may your guiding light be strong. I'm like, it was so appropriate for me because that year I left home. I had to leave the show. I wanted to finish high school on my own. I did it the hardest way possible. And uh, that Absolutely. song magically was, was a guiding light for me. And then it was there by chance, by fate, um, when I graduated. So it's always in my heart, that song. So it's uh, always forever That's young. That's terrific. Forever. A good song too. Thanks yeah. for the question. That, was a good question. <clears throat> that is a good question. And, How about you? And Mike? what a great. Oh jeez. Oh here we. Here we go. Yeah, same, same question. I keep I keep I keep walking into this with you, Lillian. <laughs> <laughs> and now and now it's Chris too. <laughs> <laughs> I think going back, you know, I, I, I've actually. Luckily, been you know how some people they assign a decade to the songs that were important to them, but I had music flowing through me in the, in the fifties uh, and sixties. I was growing up with that music, and seventies I was producing the music, and I met you know I was involved with the Philly sound, and then the eighties of course with the show, and mm-hmm. I sort of. When the show ended in the early '90s, I sort of dropped out, and I, I, I guess I wonder. I'll get to the answer in a second, but I guess I wonder, you know, how the basic hip hop and rap would have the same effect upon the kids, you know, because the lyrics are different. Mm-hmm. Sure. You, you know, you know what I'm saying. But anyway, the, yeah. the, I think what one of the most incredible songs for me was written by uh, a woman that I knew named Linda Creed. And I, and I, you know what I'm going to say. And ironically, it was also recorded by Whitney. It was a number one Mm -hmm. song for Whitney Mm -hmm. and it was called the greatest love of all. Mm -hmm. And it just, it just, yeah, it just, it, it just said everything that, you know, I really believe in. Um, I wouldn't say that it, I associate it with anyone in particular, but uh, just people in general, you know. I mean, I love no, you guys but... like crazy. I mean, I, and, and you know, you, you two represent what I consider the greatest love of all. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I always remember uh, when they edited, when she passed away and they edited a version of that, the one that I guess George Benson recorded, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that is correct. Um, he's, st- he, he's the first one to record it. Um, and it's a beautiful version. And somebody edited a bunch of clips uh, of the show and you and the kids, like before even Lily and I were just starting to watch it come on. Um, and it still brings tears and chills, tears to my eyes and chills to my arms when I hear it and I see it. And it's magical. So it's, it's for you to say that as you, to pick that as a song. I can, I can see why. And uh, mm-hmm. anybody see that video can understand it. Um, thank you. Well, thank you for including that thought. Well, I appreciate. I really appreciate you. You're getting that message. But uh, Linda was dying of mm-hmm. cancer, and I went to visit her at, at her home on 309, and she was laying in a hospital bed 
And the first, this was the first song she ever saw to a music video was the one that you, you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. And that was the last time that I saw Linda. Wow. Yeah. Wow. She's uh, walking down from heaven. From heaven. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, she is. And the interesting thing is that um, she was in the hospital and mm-hmm. uh, I was talking to her on the phone and she said she has to run, but she's going to go to Florida. And she went down mm-hmm. to Florida about the same time that the Whitney Houston version hit number one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Then, wow. Yeah. She, she was really something. That's a great question. And I was too, too I was too I was too shy to ask her out. I wanted to take her out. <laughs> I remember um this is how well I remember it. I remember when you in one of the episodes when you when you introduced the song, you called her Epi. Is that right? You said this one's for you. Is well, no, Epi was Epi was her her husband. And oh, okay. Yeah, and he was wow, a, a promotion name. Pardon me? No, I remember that so well. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and, my, and my the sad part is that, yeah, I mean, Linda passed away, and then within the last maybe five or six, seven, eight years, uh, Epi mm-hmm. passed away in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're both, well, their children are still alive. Okay. Pardon me? I said she left us a beautiful gift. I mean, first of all, her kids, but that song has probably touched so many people that she, more than she could ever have imagined. Um, both for oh, yeah. Absolutely. But it was the funny thing about the kids, here here she wrote a lot of great songs about the stylistics, Betcha by Golly Wow, and all of those songs, the lyrics were written by Linda. And then um, in the later years of the show, um, her kids came down to visit us uh, at Channel 57. And mm-hmm. she was more excited. I was here, I was excited. But here's Linda's kids. And she was more excited about meeting the new kids on the block. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, uh, a lot this, of girls were excited to meet them. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I finally saw Wahlburgers. Uh, okay. You know the restaurant. Oh, well, I haven't seen it. How is it? <laughs> it's it's big and beautiful, and yeah. and I said to myself, you know, boys, if you hadn't been on our show, there would be no Wahlburgers restaurant. <laughs> so I, I want I want a piece of that. <laughs> Give me a piece of the hamburger, anything. I'll take right. it. Give me a piece of the burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, I we were saying earlier. Um, you said you, you did things differently with the dancers, but you gave us a chance too to ask um, celebrities when they come on questions, and and some those are like magic moments for us too. And um, I'll thank you again for that. Those opportunities. They were, oh uh, no, I, I appreciate for us. Yeah, well, you know, you guys see it. You see what what we were trying to do, and uh, you know, like in life. Not everybody saw it that way, but you know, mm-hmm. you know. I'm just glad, you know. I'm so damn proud of you, two of you. I really am. <laughs> oh. Thank you. 
Thank now you. Now you make it first blush, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I. And I want you to I want you to take the philosophy and philosophies of the show and you know spread them around even when I'm gone. Well, may, may that not may that not happen for a while. Right. Well, I'm, I'm on your side on that one. <laughs> there you go. Right. And we want you to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Word, quote unquote. Yeah. But that won't be for a long, long time. There you go. Um, I love, love you, folks. I really do. Well, we're going to end the show, but Mike. Before we uh, before we hang, before we end up, we'll teacher, show you our end phrase. I think you've heard it before. Um, and for a little catchy thing, uh, you can take someone out of the '80s, um, but you can't take the '80s out of what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> you can't take the '80s out of anyone. There we go. <laughs> and for you, Mike, it's important to us. You gave us that. <laughs> well, hey, Mike, I, you know, I, 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 go ahead. No, I was just going to say, guys, I appreciate the compliments, but it was a two-way street. You know, whatever opportunities I opened up, the fact that you guys appreciated it and it made, you know, your teenage years memorable. Yeah. I'm, I'm just so pleased about that. I really am. Mike, can you end the show for us with what was the, the phrase that we would always end dancing on air with? We need you. We need you to make it happen. There oh you God. go. I love Great. it. There you go. Hi, right, Mike. We love you. Thank you, everybody, for this. Thanks for calling in, Mike. We'll talk soon. Okay. Thank All right. Love you guys. Take care. Thanks, everyone. Michael Knight. Everyone. Thanks. Bye-bye.